Hey! 2021! We've started. We started! <laughs> I was still reading Reddit. Uh, I just rushed into the room and said, okay, recording, go! 2021, here we are. Yay! Um, the we're, future. We're still reeling off of uh, last uh, episode of 2020. Um, we, if you joined us in 2020, we talked about a lot of negative things on the last episode of 20, and we went through a bottle of mead. Um, we're going to do the same thing for 2021, but it's going to be completely positive. All positive All things. No religion. No religion. No politics. Nope. No COVID. Just two buzz drunk dudes uh, talking about cool shit. Things that make life bearable. Yes. And even though we are still recording on the same night and we're still flying off of the stuff we just had, we're going into new stuff. Um, sorry, The Great Untamed. I know you were our unofficial sponsor of last episode, but our bottle's out. We do have a different bottle, though. So we have a different bottle. This is a bottle of Chianti Classico, which I don't even know what that means. I think it's Italian. That sounds Italian. But um, it is four years old. It's 2016. Was this a 2016 bottle from the last episode? Yes, it was. Okay, so we're going off the same year. Um and I know we're going, this is supposed to be a positive podcast, but, like, I don't want it to be better than Great Untamed. Uh, it won't be. Okay. But we can enjoy it. We can enjoy it Anyways. still. Yeah, and no, that Boucher, that Boucher was pretty If they want to slip us a 20 for a sponsorship, I will, or, I will do it. You know what? You know what's better than cash? What? Alcohol. If they want to slip us a bottle to sponsor, <laughs> if they want to be the official sponsor of We Is, and just like we will change the crack the catchphrase from crack into one to pop into one. Rock Springs, we are here. I will. We have connections in Laramie. We we have common people. I'm, we have like we can just make it a tradition to review a new bottle of Scott's wine at the beginning of every episode. Yeah. Until we run out and then we'll re-review them and say it's great. <laughs> well, as long as he's sending us wine, man, yeah, it'll be okay. So we're gonna we're we're working our way into this other bottle. I'm trying um, to get the foil off. And we have really nothing. We, literally, we have nothing planned out to talk about. We just decided we're gonna be positive after the last one. We started talking about Dragon Ball. And we're like, we need to, we need positivity to Dragon, go into the new year. Dragon Ball and Gundam were a big part of my childhood. Dragon Ball more so than Gundam. Yeah. Like a friend of mine who I watched all my anime with, uh, JJ Hemphill, he would not mind me saying his name because he's uh, a DJ you know, YouTuber, Twitcher. So this is free advertisement. Yes. We'll continue. We got to hear that pop. Yeah, yeah. So anyways, uh, me and JJ hung out a lot back when we were kids and probably watched... I would say I watched every single episode of Dragon Ball Z with him and 
at least the majority of Gundam. So, um, go ahead and pop that bottle. I'm gonna get a timer going so we know how long this is going instead of last time. Okay, here we go. Ah, uh, you know what? A bottle pop is just more satisfying than a can cracking open. It is. It's a very satisfying sound. It's a nice cork too. Yeah. yeah fancy cork. Both these corks have designs on them. I'm a little bit biased by saying the Great Untamed's nice. Well, the Great Untamed's had a coat of arms, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely better. Alright. I mean, it smells pretty good. And this is a mead, right? Or is it a wine? Or what is it? This is just wine. It's just wine. It's, okay. a, red, it's a red wine. Red wine. No mead. Okay. Well, then... Great Untame is still the best mead I have ever had. Until my bottle is finished, and then mine will be the best. Yeah. Maybe. Probably we'll not. We'll see. Probably. Depends on who brings in the sponsorships. I don't know. Scott's pretty good at what he does. His, I don't think I'll ever match him. I mean, but you do uh, iron forging, so... You still iron forge? Steel, Steel? actually. But, yes. I uh, recently finished a chef's knife. Did you see it? Mm-mm. It's fucking awesome. It's a chef's knife. It has a uh, cherry wood handle. Not good. Is that <laughs> I, bad? It takes a little bit for me to get into wine. Well, you got to smell it first. Uh, I sniffed it. And then, then you do like a tiny... No, you do like a little tiny sip, and, uh -huh. and it goes, and that one goes straight back, and and you swallow it, and you just you don't let it touch your tongue. Is that what I've been missing all these years? Yeah. So the first the first sip is just like a to get the flavor in your mouth, and the second sip is the one where you taste it. Oh. So you, you get like a little. So nobody's actually taught me how to drink wine. Maybe that's like half the problem. I don't know if that's the right way. That's the way I do it, but you oh. just. You just take a sip and you and you throw it back, and that way you get like the vapor and like the subtle flavor. That's a little bit better, yeah. To prepare your palate, you know. Yeah. And and then after you get that, then you can take like. A Speaking sip. of wine and anime, uh, one thing I never did until this year was watch any Studio Ghibli films. Um, have you watched any Studio Ghibli films? I have not. Okay, so you know the film Spirited Away? No. Oh. Educate me. Okay, well, um, I, I guarantee, I'm going to just pull up the cover of the show for you. Uh, I got to close so many tabs to forget about 2020 right now. Uh, Spirited Away. Oh no, it's Okay. There's music playing. There's music playing. That was like the outro music from the other. Okay, so if I just pull up. I know you've seen this before. This cover. Yes. It's very. Yeah, no, it's a that, very famous film. That's the one I recognize right there. And yeah, yeah the yeah. characters are very famous. So uh -huh. that character you're seeing right there, No Face, I believe it's called. Let me just double check my sources. I do recognize that, yes. No Face. Okay. No Face. Um, basic, one of the things No Face does is like 
it would offer things based off people's desires and then like it would feed on them after it accepts so many of these things like three i think you accept three things from no face and it would eat you wow dark and it like the opposite of a genie yeah and in no way is no face actually a bad character in this movie except for the eating people part yeah but even then it's like eh, you know it's just no face doing no face Okay. Yeah. Um, no face is actually a good character in this. Uh, actually, I'm not sure if there's like any characters in this movie that is like actually bad. No villains. Like people are villainous, but I'm not sure like they're actually bad. The baddest you got is you like is Yubaba, which is this hideous, ugly lady with a big nose, big head. Um. But I don't know how villainous it is. So that reminds me of Ready Player Two. Have you read it yet? I've only read Ready Player One. Ready Player Two just came out like a month ago. Is it the same author as Ready Player One? Just yeah, same story and everything. Same story and everything. Continuation of Huh. Ready Player One. But uh One of the few books I've actually read, Ready Player One. One of my favorites. Yeah. It is top five favorite books but ready player two i just finished reading it and one of the games that they have to play is ninja ninja warrior or something like that and ninja warrior or ninja gaiden oh, it's it's really old really old game japanese game that got ported over ninja warrior sounds like it's an actual game but i'm more familiar with ninja gaiden so, Which is fucking difficult as hell. Well, I, I've never played this game. I just know it from the description in the book. And supposedly, um, the designers of the game didn't want there to be like violence and killing. Uh-huh. And the main character was a princess and a girl, which didn't go well in the United States or whatever. But when you kill people in the game, they don't actually die. They poof into like a puff of smoke or, or something like that and then leave and then at the end of the game once you beat the game all the characters come back for like a stage bow thing at the end of the game gotcha. to imply that it was all fake and a and, and like a play not you actually killing people so there's not actually any bad people in that one either similar I'm not seeing the exact name of it but off my Google search, it's saying it's um, a reference to originally Japanese released game Ninja Princess. Yes, they changed the name when it went to the United States, though, because they didn't think Americans would play Ninja Princess. Uh, like most games coming to the Japanese. From the Japanese. Yeah. Yeah. So... Where were we at before that? You were talking about the game, the movie. Oh, Spirited no Away, villains. yeah. No villains. <laughs> and, um, like, as he consumes people, he has more of a vocabulary, but his basic speech is like, <laughs> as he offers things, he has his palms out and he goes, <laughs> It's like group. Kinda. But, and that's like his way of offering things is, 
so that was one of the positives from this year was uh i was it was just me and my sister-in-law carrie and her husband paul and it's the first time i watched spirited away i've been wanting to watch it in a long time and you know we're seeing this we're seeing no face go eh, eh. and then the way the wine comes into it i'm not a big wine drinker but you know carrie was there with her glass of wine uh with some sort of white wine and was go and shoving it down my mouth as I drink it. We had a large buffet of like every that snack would, in the house. That would be so weird if you didn't know the reference. Yeah. It just, just somebody randomly, if I was to come up to you right now with this glass of wine and just in your face. I would be creeped out for sure. So one that my kid is watching that she's a really big fan of that I've never seen is Fruits Basket. I've heard of it. And she's seen every episode multiple times. She loves it. I was hoping that you'd heard of it. You could tell me about it. I, I don't know anything about it other than the name Fruits Basket. I'm assuming it has something to do with uh, not vegetables. Well, fruits are technically vegetables. Okay, something, something in the produce aisle. I'm not sure. I think that it is a purpose mistranslation from Japanese. I don't think it has anything to do with fruits or baskets. Oh, so it's like one of those all your base are belong to us sort of things. Yes. You have no chance to survive make your time. Right. Ha ha ha. <laughs> Someone set us up the bomb. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it's a deliberate mistranslation of something else. Gotcha. I don't know. I'm not a fruits basket expert. That was my first impression. I've have you watched any anime in 2020? No. I've watched a lot of anime in 2020. So, I haven't watched anime in a long time. Um, my favorite anime is Dragon Ball Z. I've, I've watched, I watched uh, Dragon Ball Z all the way up till Cell. And then I went back and watched all of Dragon Ball. And then came back to Dragon Ball Z and rewatched it to Majin Buu. Then I watched uh, some GT and didn't like it. We're not going to talk about GT on this podcast. Right. Yeah. And except mentioning that I did watch it and didn't like it. Except for I'm pretty sure some of my friends that are listening to this think that Super Saiyan 4 Goku and monkey form can get it. Okay. If you know what I'm saying. Okay, he so... Can get, they can get it. So, Super Saiyan Goku with the not blonde hair and... and like the monkey his, form? Where his... Not, not monkey form, but the one after that where he went out of monkey form and was like... Like he was able to control the monkey form and went back into human as monkey form. Like a red Saiyan monkey yeah. hybrid. Right. Yeah. That was badass. Yeah. But only for a minute or two. It's good posters and memes, but it's, yeah. not, it's not good anime. No. And they're furries anyway, so they like... This is probably what like I mean, helped the with the reason, furry obsession. The whole reason they cut off his tail, right? Is to prevent from monkey. Yeah. So what's with the monkey form in GT? Is that why 2020 has gone back to these monkey memes? Is they want like monkey Goku back? They want Goku to come and save the world? Yeah, they want... They need Go... 2020 needs Goku. Goku's... Goku's an interesting character. He is 
pretty immortal. How many times has he died? Uh, quite a few times. I mean, at least three or four. Um, let's Google that real quick. I know I've Googled this before. How many times has... It's in my search history right there. How many <laughs> times has Goku died? A uh, total of five times. I was close. I said three or four. Yeah. Um, he technically dies in Super, but he does isn't revived with the Dragon Balls. How like, revived? His heart just stops. Actually, I will... Okay, a little bit of spoilers for Dragon Ball Super right here. Do I, do I want spoilers? It's not that terrible of a spoiler. Okay. 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 He hired a hitman to kill him. He hired a hitman to kill himself? Yes. Just because he wanted the challenge. Okay. Okay. Because it was like the strongest person he ever fought. So he wanted an excuse to fight them again. So he hired this hitman to kill him. I don't know how Goku had the money for him. We all know he's butt-ass poor because he doesn't have a job and Chi-Chi hates it. Yeah, they live in a hut on yeah. a little sand island. Chi-Chi's always riding his ass to get a job. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He hires a hitman and a galactic hitman to kill him. Why doesn't he do some like intergalactic kung fu tournaments? Or oh, something? he could totally be like an intergalactic uh, policeman. He doesn't even have to do that. He just do the tournaments, and he could win tournaments and make money that yeah, way. Yeah, totally. But he hires a hitman to kill him, and the hitman does kill him. But before he kills him, he sends like an energy blast up into the air. And then the energy blast goes up, and they're like, oh my god, this dude actually killed Goku. And then the energy blast come back down and hits Goku, and it resuscitates him. It's like a, what you fucking call him? The, yeah, yeah, the uh, paddles. Yeah, the paddles. Defibrillator. Defibrillator. He defibrillate. This dude who is fucking dumber than a Bacarox. Bacarox. Okay. He's dumber than a Bacarox. Okay. Okay, whatever the fuck a Bacharach is. Something Jewish. Something Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> a Bacharach. <laughs> He's dumber than a Bacharach. <laughs> I mean, it sounds Jewish, I guess. <laughs> and he fucking defibrillates himself. He knows he's dying, and he defibrillates himself right in front of his son. Piccolo was probably there. Piccolo's the grill master in uh, Super as well. Grill master? Yeah, you know, like the person who controls the barbecue grill. So he still doesn't do anything. He's the one that trained Goku and Gohan. And he's still a fucking piece of shit? Yeah. I mean, he's involved in the story. Gohan's even involved in the story, too. Here's a problem that I have with Dragon Ball. And it's not a big problem. I'm not saying that I have a big problem. I'm just saying, like, the Saiyans... Saiyans are really powerful. Yeah. And they keep having these levels of power, and they can get more powerful and more powerful as depending on their training or these magic spells, fusion spells, and stuff like that. All the humans, they stopped progressing at fucking... What, before Cell, even. Yeah. Like, they, they got to a point where they're just not... As powerful as the Saiyans, and they've been there ever since. They're just side characters, like they haven't done shit. I will tell you this much, Krillin steps it up in Super. Like, in Dragon Ball Z, the joke is to make fun of Krillin. Even though Yamcha is a total piece of shit, and like, 
did you see Funko Pop has an actual uh, a pop of Yamcha dead curled up from the original <laughs> saga when when Vegeta and uh, what's his face kill him? No, in the first season of Z, there is. Um, I gotta pull this up for you, Yamcha dead because Yamcha dead is a meme. Just that picture of him laying in the ground because of the Saba men. Yeah, yeah. So there's a fucking pop of him <laughs> just in the same position, dead. Oh, that's awesome. I want that. I want that pop, too. Um, there's also a meme going around that uh, throughout the series, uh, Gohan looks more like Yamcha than Goku. <laughs> but... Gohan's kind of a badass, so... Do you know what my favorite part of all Dragon Ball Z was? What part? The androids. The androids was pretty great. I fucking loved the androids. Like, when they came back to fight Cell and then got their asses kicked. Mm -hmm. They were badasses. Couldn't beat Cell. Yeah, and the whole Trunks coming back from the future, too, was to prevent this whole shit, too. And Which gets into Super 2. That same uh, Trunks comes back in Super. From the future? Yeah. So he still hasn't grown up? Well, he... Yeah, he's still a child in Super. Like, I don't know how the time flows, but like... <laughs> still a kid? Trunks has some problems in the future still, and he comes back. And it gets into this big alternate timeline thing, too. Which could explain GT, but we're not going to allow that to happen. No, we, we weren't going to talk about GT. And I'm trying not to tell you everybody too much about Super, because I recommend watching it. Oh. Looks like you got over your initial um, displeasure. Yeah, if I just kick back the wine, it's okay. We're on glass, too, and we're already and we're talking about Yamcha. That's probably why I'm drinking so much. Is I did love the androids, though. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, what was the black-haired dude's name? Uh, 18, I think. 18. Yeah, there was... And the girl was... 17? 17. Android 18. Oh, no, 18 was the lady, and I believe 17 was the guy... Seven and their brother and sister. Yeah, yeah. Well, as it, it, close as androids can be, I guess. Well, I think they technically were brother and sisters, and then they got converted to android by Doctor Duro. Well, they were badass. They were badass. Ooh. They still are badass. Okay. Loved those guys. They, they're featured in Super. They're badass. They're still around in Super. Yes, both of them. Oh, I'm gonna have to watch Super. I will. I will lend you my Funimation account in good faith. I will watch it all within a month. Okay, and it's really. And I encourage anybody that listens that likes Dragon Ball, watch Super. Do I need to watch like the last season of Z before I watch Super? Mm, to, like, no. Refresh. No. It's. It starts off with like a lot of goofy palate cleanser, and then it gets really good. Is Videl in it? She's my favorite character. Uh, Videl is in it, but she's not as much of a badass as she used to be. Videl used to be like such a badass in the Majin Buu saga. Yeah, she was my favorite. 
And then in the like final season when they did the tournament, the World Martial Arts Tournament, Videl was a badass, but now she's just a mom. Yeah, uh, Hercule. That was, that was her dad's name, yeah. Hercule. Or as they call him, uh, Japanese Mr. Satan. Mr. Satan? Yeah, that's if you watch it on my Funimation account, they're going to call him Mr. Satan. Because it's the uncut Japanese version. Well, it's it's an English dub. You can watch it in English dub, but, you know, since it's in the purest form it is, um, they call him Mr. Satan. They can't call him that on Cartoon Network because of the word Satan. Why would they call him Mr. Satan, though? He was cool. I don't know. That's just Japanese. He's like the world's martial arts champion. But that's his original name was Mr. Satan. That's weird. I liked him. And yeah. I, I liked Videl. I love my one of my favorite characters from the series is just straight up Majin Buu. Especially when he turns good and he's just like a big child like marshmallow. Even in the Make you chocolate Even when he first shows up at the tournament. You know, the first scene with Majin Buu and he's just like chuckly, happy dude. Yeah. Pink teletubby guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty fun. And when they fucking and when they made Vegeta Majin, Majin Vegeta, that was cool too. What the hell happened to Vegeta? Uh, he's still chasing after Goku's glory. Still, still, they still can't just give him his own story. No. All he ever does is sit on the sidelines and marvel at how awesome Goku is. Yeah. And then he does whatever Goku did. Yeah. To train to get to the point where Goku was. Last year, yeah, he's, he's, he's that's always, you, Kakarot. I'm the prince of all Saiyans. He's always playing catch up. Yeah, you know, he's always he has always a couple steps behind. I need to watch the movies. Speaking of, like, I have not, and you won't find like any of the Broly movies on the Funimation either, because there was a real controversy over the voice actor with sexual harassment. But we're not going to get into that. Because this is a positive episode. Have you ever watched House of Cards? No. They had a similar issue. House of Cards was amazing. I loved House of Cards. And, like, the first season, I don't think they planned on going past, like, season two when they first wrote the story. Mm-hmm. Um, is that that uh, show with... I think I know what you're talking about. The Kevin Spacey? Uh-huh. Yeah, and, and season one just all came together really good season two also really good and uh fuck what was the season at the end of season three i think between season three and season four maybe i'm getting it wrong but anyways kevin spacey got his sexual harassment thing yeah and they kicked him off the show Mm -hmm. and then they had to write his death into the next season (laughs) and let the lady take over the show it just wasn't the same it was terrible huh I mean, first of all, I don't think they had a story to begin with, because they had accomplished the goals that they wanted in the original show, but it was still popular, so they, like, wrote in another season, and then kicked out Kevin Spacey in the middle and had to refilm it all. It wasn't... It was quite disappointing. Yeah. First First couple seasons, though, were spectacular. Speaking of Dragon Ball... And sexual harassment. Uh-huh. 
Master Roshi. Did he sexually <laughs> harass somebody? Well, when does he not sexually <laughs> harass anybody? But I will say about Super, you realize just how much of a badass he is. He gets a chance to shine as a badass in Super. He hasn't done anything since Dragon Ball. He no. Didn't, he didn't do anything in Z. But he has like a prominent role as being a badass in Super. I can't believe he's still alive. I can't believe he's still alive either, but neither... You know, his sister is an old hack too. Bobbity. That witch. Yeah. Yeah, she's alive around too. Well, at least they but, got... uh, 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 And Frieza has a f prominent role in Super too. And I'm not going to say anything other than Frieza's in Super. The end. I love Frieza. That scene... You gotta watch it just for the story between Goku and Frieza and this. This... It turns a whole nother leaf. That episode where Goku... Like, they're doing the thing where Frieza's doing his energy thing and Goku's flying through it and then he, like, does the shimmy and comes around and hits him on the side. Yeah. That was the episode that I was hooked. Yeah. With Dragon Ball. That's... I, like, I, I wasn't sure about it before, and then I watched the Frieza fight, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna watch the rest of this fucking series. And that's when I got into Dragon Ball 2, was during the Frieza saga. Yeah. And then I saw, like, the Saiyan saga, and then after that we had the end. Okay, I'm not gonna list all the sagas, but, like... Um, so, I came into Dragon Ball during Frieza. Yeah. And had to go back and watch uh, Vegeta and them come in. Mm-hmm. And then, and then rewatch it because I came in like a season yeah. later or whatever. I feel like when I started watching, like Goku became a Super Saiyan. Like That's there was no regular Saiyan when I started watching. This was after Ginyu Force and all that. The Frieza saga went on forever. Yeah, I don't think he became Super Saiyan until after Frieza, right? Or during Frieza? During Frieza. During that Frieza. was like the end of the Frieza saga. Was That's right. He finally achieved the legendary Super Saiyan. Yeah. And then they just kept blowing Super Saiyan out of proportion. Like, Super Saiyan is such a wuss now. Well. Because Goku just won't stop. Yeah. They, uh... They keep stacking on the same story over and over again. It's like, oh, Super Saiyan 2. Yeah. Like, nobody had ever heard of Super Saiyan 2 before. It was just Super Saiyan. It was Super Saiyan, but that's they, it. They had to add it in, you know, like retcon Super Saiyan 2. In and there. then we were like, what's the difference between Super Saiyan and Super Saiyan 2? I don't really see anything. And they're like, well, let's go Super Saiyan 3 and you see some hair. Yeah, and then they already got longer hair. <laughs> And I don't even know what Super Saiyan 4, like, eventually Gohan transcended Super Saiyan where he didn't even need the glowy white hair. He could achieve that power just in general. That's why Gohan is the greatest fighter on Earth. He doesn't need to go Super Saiyan. He's the great. No, not Earth. The universe. It, all realities. He doesn't need to ascend to Super Saiyan. Better than Trunks. Better than Trunks. Trunks has a fucking sword. Okay, but better than Trunks. Listen, who trained Trunks? Goku? No, Gohan. Goku was dead in the original, in the Trunks you know, the swords trunk. Goku was dead. He died of a fucking heart disease. I thought Trunks was a fusion. No. Who? What, what's the name of the fusion guy? Gotunks. That, seriously? Gotanks. 
Are you sure? Yes. You have to look that up. I will look it's it up for you. Dumb. I am. I swear to God, name. it's Go Tanks. That's stupid fucking name. Go Tanks. Go Tanks. Dragon Ball Wiki Forum. Boom. It's a, meet, a fusion between Go Ten, not Go Han, Go Ten, Goku's other son, that he was never around for because he was dead, and Trunks because they were like similar size, power, and everything. I thought it was Gohan and Trunks. No, Gohan was much too old and too strong. We're Goku, Gohan was ages older than Trunks. Oh no, it's coming back to me now. You're right. Yeah. It's whereas Go Ten and Trunks were they weren't the same age, but they were close enough. They were a few years apart. Yeah. I gotta It's been a long time since I've seen it. I got gotta remember all the lore here. I gotta try to find this meme about We gotta change the subject. Gohan real quick Go Ten okay. Cause Um Single Mothers love dressing their kids like men who left them and it's just Goten looking like Goku <laughs> because Goku was dead the entire time Goten was a baby I will shout out a few other animes I watched in 2020 I guess we'll transition to that uh, so I watched Dragon Ball Super I watched the hell out of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure Watch JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. It's on Hulu. I'll watch that if you watch Fruits Basket. I will watch Fruits Basket. You After I'm done watching it. Trigun again. You should watch the entire Gundam series. That's a lot. <laughs> but okay. <laughs> um, we watched, rewatched uh, Fooly Cooly. Do you ever see that in your teenage years? Mm -mm. It's like only six episodes. It still doesn't make sense to me. I told you. It was, it was, it's a good anime, but it still doesn't make sense to me. It was Dragon Ball and uh, Gundam is is really what I watched. can't think of any others that I watched. I'm, I'm sure I Trigun was one from my teenage years that I watched some of, but I never fully watched. So I've been re-watching it. So, transitioning into a new subject. Cowboy Bebop 2 fantastic What's that? that's where my face mask is from it's a cowboy bebop face mask of the dog ein the the corgi mind you i love corgis not einstein it's a very smart dog but it's just ein it's, because doc brown's dog was einstein wasn't it i not that familiar with back to the future i'm pretty sure doc brown's dog was einstein could be i didn't watch that much back to the future i've only watched it once not gonna lie. You know this about me, Wayne. I am not that up to date on movies. Even Back to the Future. <laughs> yeah, you don't know anything about shit when it comes to But movies. I've watched Wayne's World. <laughs> you've watched Indiana Jones. And Wayne's World. And Tron. <laughs> I don't even think you've watched Star Wars. I've watched Star Wars. Okay. Rock Did you me. watch The Mandalorian? No, fuck that. I won't, I won't watch it. It was really good. I'm not watching it. Okay, fine, but it was really good. I refuse to do the Disney subscription service. I'm okay. Not doing it. That's fine, but the story was really, really good. Like, Why couldn't they do that for the movies? I don't know. 
Let's they, talk about Star Wars. They made up for it. I won't spoil. I won't spoil the ending of the ma- this season's Mandalorian, but Chef's Kisses. Mwah, mwah, it was good. There's so many good things about Star Wars, and so many things that are just fucking dumb. I didn't mind the new Star Wars movies. Oh yeah, no, like the, like the storyline is good, but they messed up just key points in the story and uh, first of all okay i'm gonna i'm gonna preface this with overall i enjoyed the movies okay remember this is a positive podcast episode that, that's why i'm doing this is okay AMS, okay i loved the star wars movies i'll rewatch them any day i liked them but at the same time i'm a fan and so i'm gonna nitpick the shit out of it true okay fair enough <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna nitpick the fucking Star Wars because two two major problems is timeline one in the new Star Wars films the timeline doesn't make any fucking sense at all and second they're they ruined the hyperspace thing like they like what the fuck is hyperspace now like nobody even knows in in the in the second one. Right where they're running from the ship and they're running out of fuel. Uh huh. Those guys got what, like three, four hours of fuel left, and they get in a ship and they hyperspace all around the fucking galaxy and, and do all these missions and make it back before four hours is up. Like hyperspace is not instantaneous travel. Yeah. Never has been instantaneous travel, and now all of a sudden you can instantly traversed anywhere in the entire galaxy it ruins so many stories like there's so many things that don't make sense if you can just instantly transport across the fucking galaxy like the outer rim the entire fucking outer rim yeah right doesn't make any sense why is there a tatooine why is there an outer rim at all why is why is the fucking droid people hiding in the outer room because they're hard to get to because you can't just instantly teleport to any planet in the entire fucking galaxy if you could do that why wouldn't you just transport to a different galaxy right if you can if you can traverse intra galactal spaces in the matter of a second why can't you just go to a different a whole different fucking galaxy or nebula you know so that part that part drives me crazy and they they reinforce it again in the third one, where Emperor Palpatine, that we won't give it Emperor Palpatine yet, but when he issues the threat, he's like, oh well, eight hours, and I'm gonna release my ships, and they somehow conjure a galactic fleet bigger than anything anybody's ever seen in the space of a couple hours and track down the stone and track down all these other things in less than a day it's like why yeah why did they make it that time frame why did they even have to mention a time frame at all why couldn't they just have the story and have us assume a timeline like they did in uh, Empire Strikes Back how much time passes between A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back? Nobody knows. No. There's clues and and stuff like that. It could have been like a year or two. It could have been like eight years. We don't really know, but it leaves it to the fans to create the lore and the content 
you know, when you leave it open-ended like that. Fair. And then they go in and they say, eight fucking hours. This is going to happen in eight hours. Not, it's going to happen soon, or something like that. Eight fucking hours. So everything that happens, happens in this little deep, tiny time frame, which ruins everything. Fucking pisses me off. I like intergalactic travel and Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> they have, like, gates that are kind of like just highway systems that, like, yeah, this is the fast lane to get to planet to planet. Well, yeah. Okay, so this is something that bugs me with science fiction in general. Okay, if you're... If I'm talking... If I like science fiction and I'm talking to you about science fiction... Yeah. Like, you need to be able to have a conversation about something that could potentially be real, right? Even if we know it's not possible, it makes sense. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, when you're writing fiction, you have to write it... So where it makes sense. Yes. Like, it's not just, like, whatever their default... There's a science fiction trope that, like, they just go into, like, that's their default. This explains everything, like, nanoscience or something like that. Or whatever it is. Yeah, it's the one that Star Trek used. Yeah. I don't. Rem- I know what you're talking about. I yeah. can't remember the phrase, but there's but- a specific thing that like every science fiction it like trope set that's like their default go to like their explanation for the science behind right. it. Right. Um. Good science fiction should like actually go into like here's some actual science behind it, but we're gonna throw in a little spring. We're gonna season it with a little bit of fiction. Let's just. You know, do that meme of the guy with the salt with his, uh, you know, arm back. But you don't even have to. You don't even have to do just science fiction. Any fiction. Yeah. So there's a quote by somebody that I can't remember, and I can't remember the exact quote. But the gist of it is, uh, fiction is harder to write than nonfiction because fiction has to make sense. Yeah. Fiction best makes sense if we can relate to it. Yeah, and like. Uh, Going back to Ready Player One, it makes sense in this day and age. We we have fucking VR headsets. We understand what the Oasis could actually be. And there's rules. Yeah. You know? Maybe maybe those rules aren't real, but they're fucking rules. Yeah. That are set up in that universe, and you have to stick to those rules. You know. Yes. Like, for instance, uh, Star Wars. We can go back to Star Wars. And before the prequels, you had the Force, right? No midi-chlorians or anything like that. You had the Force and you had the laws that they laid down uh, and how this universe worked. And all the fiction that was wrote on it and everything makes sense and it fit into this universe. And and we could have a conversation about it mm-hmm. and debate about it, even though it wasn't real. And then they come in with the prequels and uh, give you this midi chlorian bullshit. Yeah. You know, and then he, it doesn't make any sense in the universe at the time. You know, like, I know the Force isn't real. Yeah. I know midi chlorians aren't real. But if I'm going to get into the story, it's got to have its rules. Yeah. Like, the closest thing we can get to Star Wars at this point is, like, people are, like... I saw a video of somebody, like, that created a real-life, like, very convincing lightsaber. 
Did you see that video? Oh yeah. Like I can't remember the gases they the use. Series. Yeah. It, it's like their ninth lightsaber. <laughs> it's it's a Guinness World Record at this point. It's like the first official lightsaber. It's fucking awesome. It, yeah, it looks like a goddamn lightsaber. Yeah. Like it doesn't like it doesn't look like a flamethrower. It looks like a goddamn lightsaber. It's not gonna cut you in half with a swipe, but if no. you if you go nice and slow, it could it'll cut you. It in half. could get there. <laughs> You'll definitely die. Star Wars, it's like metal, except for like whatever the Mandalorian armors are. I'm sorry to bring up the Mandalorian, <laughs> but you know their armor is like the strongest. Um, it can't cut through that stuff, but the like lightsaber it can, can't cut through Mandalorian armor. That's the lore. Since that, when? That is the strongest armor in the galaxy, according to the lore. Oh my... That just brings in more issues. See, Disney, Okay, let's not talk about Star Wars! Let's talk about Gundam! They got fucking blast doors and stuff in Star Wars that are specifically designed to prevent lasers and such from getting through them, right? You've never seen a lightsaber cut through a blast door? It's difficult... You remember Qui-Gon? How long it took him to get through that fucking blast door? Okay, but he cut through it. It took him a long fucking time. And if you have armor that a lightsaber can't get through, why don't they just make their blast sabers, blast doors out of that then? It's, uh, have you not played, uh, Kortor? Kotor? Oh. I don't know where I was going with that one. Do they have Mandalorian armor in there? Why can't they make? Uh, no, but doors? you make lightsabers in there. I don't know if that actually describes yeah. it all, but I remember making lightsabers you know in the that, game. You know what that reminds me of is the doors in Episode One when they're fighting Darth Maul. Uh huh. And those laser doors come in, and they have to like sit and wait for the doors to open back up. Uh huh. First of all, what the fuck is the point of the doors, and why are they random? And second of all, why aren't those things everywhere? Yeah. Like, why Why do they have blast doors where they could just have a big-ass fucking laser door? Yeah. Uh, I loved episode one. Episode one is probably my favorite of all the Star Wars. Uh, and not because of Jar Jar. I fucking hate Jar Jar. And I hate the premise of episode one. Like, why would the Jedi be going to Naboo to negotiate taxes on some stupid fucking trade deal? Right? Yeah. Like, who the fuck cares? The Jedi are the enforcers of the fucking galaxy. They're not going to go negotiate trade disputes yeah. in Naboo. But other than those two glaring terrible mistakes of episode one the rest of it is probably my favorite okay so let's bounce back to like anime let's okay. bounce back to science fiction okay and how we want like science fiction to actually be like science mm -hmm. but fiction an anime i think you should check out is dr stone okay so i'm gonna give you a synopsis of the story okay fantastic anime i'm waiting for the next season to come out i'm eagerly waiting for the next season to come out it is great okay so there is this event that happens on earth everybody gets turned to stone everybody everybody's still alive they're just stone thousands i don't know how long like, of did the medusa do this it, 
nobody knows. It's theorized that it's like some sort of biological weapon that could have happened. That turned everybody to stone? Everybody. Okay, ev continue. continue. Like birds, people, turn to stone. Not trees. Just animals. Just uh, life forms. I mean, it, trees are... It, I, I believe just birds and people, actually. Not deers? Not deers. So this is leading to the suspicion that it's like a biological weapon. Okay. They tested it on birds first. Because there is birds turned to stones in the anime. And then it's led to people are turned to stone. Are they stone? Like straight up stone? Or is there like something special about it? There's like, they're, and they're encrusted in stone. They're still, they still live for thousands of years. Unless, like, something happens to the stone structures. So it puts them in, like, a suspended animation? Not quite, because the main character was counting the entire time. Oh, so they're in a, a conscious form of suspended animation. Yes. Which means when you finally get them out, every single one of them is going to be totally insane? But they're not totally insane. Some of, One of them finally comes out of the stone animation. Okay. And he's like one of the smartest high school students on the planet. And he's like a super science genius. And the whole premise of the show is like how he uses science to rebuild civilization. Okay. Um, so they get into like actual real science shit and like teach you how to make science shit you probably shouldn't make. But they do it anyways. Um,. And, you know, he's he figures out this way to revive, coincidentally enough, bats. Bats uh, are not birds. No, not they're not birds. But, like, the guana is, like, one of the main ingredients to revive... Guano? Guano. Bat shit. From, from Ace Ventura? Like, yeah. Literally, the, the only reason that anybody knows that word is Ace Ventura. Guano. I know it from uh, fucking Ball's Energy Drink. Does it say guano on it? I'm pretty sure balls is made from guano. What the fuck? It's fucking drank, amazing, though. I drank the shit out of that. Stuff. Yeah, right? Look at up. Oh, we gotta look that up now. <laughs> uh, have we been drinking bat shit this whole time? <laughs> There's no it fucking way there is. Is guano... Oh, shit. I'm not actually... Is guano... Oh, yeah. balls. You're gonna have to type That's energy drink. After yeah, I'm gonna have balls. to open this in an incognito mode. Yeah, as soon as you took balls and anything in a web browser. This was the energy drink of our teenage years, by the way, balls. Oh yeah, let's describe it. Okay, so balls, energy drink, blue bottle with spikes all over it. Yes. It was absolutely horrible. Yeah. It was terrible. But it was but the there, energy drink. There was so much, this is before Monsters even. Yes. Yeah, this is pre-monsters. Two thousand, the the er, mid two thousands. This is this is pre-Red Bull, like it's the first energy drink there ever was. Pretty much, like aside from Mountain Dew and Surge. Yeah, I mean, if you wanted caffeine, you had to take it in. Pills. It was either coffee, pills, or balls. Right, right. Balls, balls was way back in the day for sure opened up a whole genre of new energy drink products all on its own. It was pretty intense. Natural Guarana Extract. 
Guarana is not guano. Well, there's the confusion right there. We all thought we were drinking bat shit back in the day. So look up Guarana. That's a plant. Guarana. Eas- oh, I can see where that's easily confused with yes. that shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's a plant. Yeah. Whereas if you just maybe like remove the RNA. Guano. You gotta put an O at the end. Guano. Yeah, there's bat shit. Seabirds and bats. So, a little bit of confusion there. A little bit of confusion. We all thought we were drinking bat shit forever. <laughs> I mean, I didn't. I didn't. I thought I was drinking bat shit and I was okay with I it. I was shocked when he said that. I was like, there's no fucking way. There's fucking bat shit in bottles. But, uh, yeah, so. The, it's something that sounds very similar to bat shit. Where, where did we get off track here? Uh, we were talking about. Something about. Guano. How batshit was uh, what was bringing people back oh, in yeah, the yeah. anime. Okay, okay. That was like the secret ingredient to bring people back and bring them out of the shelves. Guano. Was it the guano from an albino bat? No. Just regular bat. Just batshit. Okay. okay. And he would test like on birds to bring them back before he like brought back people he thought he needed so changing the subject okay we're on to bat shit now no (laughs) well the the episode is supposed to be like all good things yeah good things good things and this year i have started making mead yeah i'm looking forward to drinking that i'm so excited about it and it's torture because it takes so long to make like it's sitting down by my computer and it just sits there and bubbles away. Bloop. 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 And I gotta wait till it stops bubbling before I can do anything with it. Mm. I mean, I don't have to wait, but I'm... That's like, you should. To, I'm going to wait till yeah. the fermentation's complete. I'm not gonna kill it with chemicals or anything like that. But, oh my god, it's torture. I see it every day. What I need to do is put it in the closet so I don't have to look at it every True. day. True. Because all I can think about every time I go into my room is, fuck, that meat is still not it finished. It needs to be done. <laughs> it's still not done. I can talk about meat, though. Do you want to hear any... Tell me any, about meat. Any interesting stories about meat? Tell okay. me about meat so, other than the bottle we just drank. So, mead is the oldest alcoholic beverage. Uh, that makes sense. And it's made from honey, obviously. Maybe not so obvious to some people that are listening, though. Mead, the main fermentation ingredient, is honey. Mm-hmm. And honey is indestructible. Honey is pretty fucking badass. Like, they're, they found honey that's like 5,000 years old in Egypt. <laughs> That makes sense. That literally makes sense. All they had to do was add... It was like crystallized, you know, because yeah. it dried out. Yeah. And you add water to it, and it's honey again. No bacteria, no spoil, nothing. It's honey. Ooh, that's what I should do to clean up the honey in my old car. Water? Yeah. Did you try 
something other than water? No, I just let it sit and <laughs> abandoned the car. <laughs> it's not like a genius idea. I'm pretty sure that's the first thing anybody would do to clean up honey is use water. I just, the car doesn't really run that great, so I just let it sit in my driveway. That's awesome. So, anyways, you, uh, so for mead, um, you put the honey in and you put water in. Mm-hmm. Mix it up really good. Add yeast. Put a stopper on it with an airlock so that it doesn't explode. And that's literally it. That's all you have to do to make mead. There's no complication at all. Like, my first batch cost me $30 in supplies. I bought, I bought a carboy, which is like a one-gallon glass container. Uh-huh. Bought the honey. Bought the yeast. Bought the stopper to go in the top with the airlock. That's it. Next time you do that, let's make it like with farm fresh yeast. Did you, I mean, honey, did you use like store honey or farm? I used uh, farson honey. Yes. Good. Yeah. Because that's the honey I was going to throw in. Because like I got a big old vat of farson honey. So, viewers who don't know, Farson is a little tiny farming town north of Rock Springs. Yeah. And it's all natural honey. Yeah, don't, it's straight from the beehives yeah. in Farson. I use that honey in my tea. It's good. My hot toddies. I, there's something about fresh ingredients. Like, when I was a teenager or younger age, I didn't give a fuck about. Like, I mean, I'll eat cheeseburgers all day long. Mm-hmm. And not even care. Yeah. Now I'm old and I can't just drink coffee. Yeah. I can't just have margarine. You know, I gotta have butter. Real fucking butter. Oh, yeah. I gotta have real butter and like D milk when I drink it. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, coffee. I used to drink coffee. Because I needed some caffeine because I woke up too early. Mm -hmm. Now I drink coffee because I love coffee. Mm -hmm. And I can't just go and buy a cup of coffee from McDonald's. I gotta have real fucking coffee. And it there's a difference. Honey is the same way. Yeah. Like, you get... Really and it's good. honestly not that hard for us to find farm fresh honey where we live. No. Well, I can name a couple places where I can go and buy a one gallon tub of farm fresh honey not to mention my boss and your farmer former boss like it comes off of her land yeah so i could just say hey can you bring me some honey i could get like a five gallon bucket from her yeah that's where i got my five gallon bucket from was just like honey showed up in the office and it was like anybody want some honey i'm like sure i'll take some honey and it's been here ever since I could use a five-gallon bucket of honey, no right? joke. Like, I'm buying it by the pound. I know her store in Farson has a five-gallon... Maybe not a five-gallon, but a, at least a gallon bucket of honey. You could buy five of those. It'll probably cost you a couple hundred dollars for five gallons. Well, I don't actually need five gallons. Okay. I think a gallon is like $40. So my last... my last batch, my only batch of mead that I've done so far was three pounds of honey. That's a lot of honey. Well, it's not really. It's just one jar. like that. Maybe big. it was a three gallon then. Yeah, because about what I had was a gallon, now that you mention it. Well, like 
a gallon of jug, like a milk jug. Yeah. It, it's way smaller than that. Yeah. So like a three pound thing of honey is, I'm I'm gesturing with my hands here. Yeah. It's For you viewers, your listeners at home, probably six or seven inches tall, and you know, three or four inches wide. Three pounds of honey. Yeah. And that's what I used for the meat. And that's about the tub I got was that, what you just described. Yeah, so... It's fucking delicious. Three pounds of honey in one gallon jug with water and some yeast. And that's a positive thing, too, like, because the bees are so... People are worried about the wine... The they people were, are worried about the bees. They've actually, I mean, they're still on the verge of extinction, but at least there's awareness and they've stopped dying. Yeah. And, like, as long as I can remember, there's always been, like, farm fresh funny honey where we live. Which is cool. Well, I mean... There's that lady on TikTok, too. Do you watch a lot of TikToks? I only watch TikToks that I'm sent. Yeah. Like people send me TikToks. Like, my kids send me TikToks. And my friends send me TikToks. I don't really go looking for them. Sometimes I see them on Reddit, too. And, like, there's, like, one lady that's always, like, this person called me because there's a lot of bees in their backyard. I'm going to go in there. I'm just going to scoop them with my hand and put them into a new home and put a honeycomb into this new thing. Oh, look, I found the bee, the queen bee. I'm going to put it in a clip. And all the bees just... And she's doing this without any protection, mind you. She's just free-handing, scooping a bunch of bees. Yeah. I would be terrified to do that because I don't like insects. And they remind me of wasps. I've gotten a lot better in my old age. To where if I see a bee when I'm out gardening, I'm like, Oh, hey, friend. What are you doing? Last year, I saw a bee that was just taking a nap in my yard. And it was like the coolest shit ever. I woke him up. He's like, flew off. I'm like, safe journeys, little friend. Like, bees, I know that... Bees, bees aren't out to get you. I know that bees aren't out to get me, but I I still don't like being very close to bees. Because know, you know they can sting you if you, you piss them off. Yeah, but I am fucking terrified of wasps. Same. Like, and... And like you said, the the association between bees and wasps is too close. You see a yellow flying thing. What the fuck is it? An insect with a stinger coming out its ass. That's all I'd care Either about. way, it can get you. <laughs> like, I do not like wasps. One of them is friendly. One of them is just out to ruin your fucking day. Fuck wasps. Yes. Here, here we go back to the religion thing. <laughs> like... Uh, I'm sorry, 2021. If there is a god, why the fuck did he make wasps? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I don't know the purpose of wasps. Just to terrify people? uh, Dear Google, what is the purpose of... I'm sure this is in my search history, too. Wasps. Oh, I did that in all caps. uh, Vital role. A world without wasps would would be... A world with very much larger number of insects and pests on our crops and gardens, as well as being, I don't know that word, V-O-R-A-C-I-O-U-S. I like how I don't even try pronouncing words on this podcast, I just spell them for the listeners. And, oh god, ecologically important predators 
wasps are increasingly recognized as valu valuable pollinators, transferring pollen as they visit flowers to drink nest nectars. I don't ever fucking see a wasp visiting a, a flower. That's a fucking bee. Yeah, I see bees in my flowers, not a fucking wasp. Fuck wasps are hanging around me like, hey, what up, bitch? I'm gonna bite you any second now. Wasps want to eat you. Yeah. Like, they, they don't have a purpose in life other than to torture humans. I had a wasp nest on the side of my house. And that was the scariest shit of my life, trying to get rid of that. I've got wasps in my roof. Yeah. Under the shingles. I have literally captured black widow spiders in a jar with my bare hand. And I was not nearly as nervous to do that as I am to Fuck spray that. a wasp nest. Fuck that. Okay. I am equally as scared of black widow spiders as I... I okay. I'm going to be honest. I'm equally as scared as any spider as I am wasps. I do not fuck around with spiders. Like, there's a difference between them, though. Fuck wasps, I'll kill all of them. Spiders, I gently take them outside. Spiders, I can see their purpose in the grand scheme of sin. They, they usually, you know, the good spiders... They will stay in their corner, they will make their webs, they will catch all the other bugs, and they will eat them. I've never seen a fucking wasp eat another bug. No, they just want to, they just want to kill you. That's all they want to do, they just want to kill you. Yeah, they just want to make your life miserable. <laughs> and make, you know, you think bees are bad people. They're out, they're out to make you believe that the bees are the bad guys. I got trapped in my basement by a black widow one time. Oh my god. So I was living at my parents' house. This is still when I was a kid, and my my uh, bedroom was in the basement. Really narrow basement staircase going up, wood staircase, narrow walls. And I started walking up the stairs, and there was a black widow spider on the wall. Oh my good! And it was that. <laughs> oh the, my good! The walls are narrow enough that there's no way that I can safely get around this fucking spider. Yeah. So I went. Back down the stairs gently to not disturb the spider, and then screamed at the top of my lungs until my mom came down and got the spider off the wall because I couldn't get out of the basement and I was trapped and I was terrified. Okay, so here's the thing spiders are at the top of my list of things that I hate. They're fucking creepy as hell. Yes. I don't know. Any I spider, I will. Okay, the only spider I like is cat face spiders. Will I touch them? No, but I recognize that they are like the friendliest spiders out there, and See, they mind their own business. I have a much different view on spiders. The spiders are fucking creepy as hell, all of them. I don't want anything to do with them, ever, and they scare the shit out of me every time they, I see them. Like, I will jump out of my fucking skin if a spider crawls across my fucking keyboard or something like that. Like, ah! Oh my god, I had so many spiders crawling across my office when I was in quarantine here. I couldn't stand it. Like, they just... And then, like, the box elder beetles started invading, like, inside of my house. Oh, which things are a fucking pain in the ass. They're I, not, like, destructive, but, like, they sure can shit. I don't ever kill any spiders. Yeah. They scare the shit out of me. And I don't like them, and they're creepy, but the worst I ever do is I put a cup over them, and then, like, slide the paper underneath, 
Uh-huh. And take them outside, throw them outside. There's a certain level to spiders that I won't kill. Like, cafe spiders, for those of you do, that don't know, Google a cafe spider. Um, I don't know what their scientific term is. They're fucking enormous. They are enormous. I will not kill one because of just how the size of them. Yeah. And they're really docile. They will mind their own business. Um, I actually had one in my house this week. And it's been there for a while. I saw it. I thought it was dead in the corner. But then it like migrated to my bathroom shower. And I'm like, you gotta go, buddy. You can't be in my shower. Um, so I got rid of him. And I'm, I feel bad about, you know, flushing him down the drain, but, um, most spiders I will destroy. I don't give a fuck. I do not, uh, kill the spiders. I don't kill anything. Okay. Here's another thing though. I will kill most any spider except for cat spaces. And I have this thing where I must always confirm that it is a black widow. So I will capture black widows. Because <laughs> I you, capture you every single the, black widow I find. See the hourglass. I gotta see the hourglass. <laughs> it is pretty cool. It is pretty cool, and I am terrified the entire time. But like, okay, I've had times where black widows are in my home. I have to catch them. I've had times where um, I worked at a hospital and there was a black widow in our basement. I had to catch it. It's a black widow. I've when you left where I work now, a black widow was in your cubicle. Jesus Christ! Yes! <laughs> I had to catch it to confirm it was a black widow. Are you fucking serious? How I am it seriously. It was, I like just walked in one day and there's this black spider crawling down oh, the pole. Oh my god, I'm gonna have nightmares now. I don't even work there anymore when I have nightmares. <laughs> Now I'm going to be sitting at my desk at Bridger and I'm going to be worried about There's fucking a, Black Widows. Do you work underground at Bridger? I have been underground a couple times. But it's but above ground? Yeah. 99% of the time I'm just in my office. This is probably going to be a long episode too just because we got to get like... Try to get some good vibes for 2021. Well, it's, yeah, we're talking about spiders and wasps. We're talking about spiders. What are we going to talk about that we're excited about for 2021 reptiles I'm do you like reptiles i'm not excited about reptiles i love reptiles i'm not saying i don't like them i'm just saying we need to come up with a subject that is relevant to 2021 okay but first i'm going to tell you that was like my unofficial job at my last job was to catch the lizards at the hospital yeah they had lizards? They had an infestation of lizards? In the basement, specifically. Oh. Uh, where no patients were, mind you, but, like, um, because it was, like, ground level, like, that they would... died, by the way. Huh? Your old boss died. Yeah, that was devastating to me. Was it? It was. I texted you, and you said you were fine. It, that was months later. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was over it at that point. It wasn't months later. I texted you or, like two days later. I don't remember that. Yeah, I texted you like two days later. I was asking if you were okay. I, I like, guess hey. I was lying. I took it really hard when my old boss died because yeah. that dude, 
I heard um, you talk about him all the time, and then I heard he died, and I immediately texted you. I was like, hey. Even yeah. though I got fired from that place, um, my old boss meant a lot to me, and we lost him in 2020. Um, One more reason to fuck 2020. Yeah, I literally would not be where I am in life without that guy, and like the compassion he had for like everybody. He took a janitor and made him an IT technician. So, cheers to my old boss. He's a good guy. I didn't even... I met him one time and mostly just heard stories about him. He was a hell of a dude. Nobody's ever had anything bad to say about no. him. No. For sure. No. And one of my favorite things to do when I was working there was prank him. I loved pulling pranks on that dude. Oh, speaking of pranks on IT guys, specifically. Uh -huh. So, I got a friend down in Denver who is a... Uh, programmer, uh -huh. software developer, and I went and visited him. Uh, this was this was a few years back, and I went. I hadn't seen him in a long time, so I just made like a special trip down to Denver, to say hi, have dinner, and everything. And he took me to his place of work to show me around, and he showed me his boss's office, which they had just finished pranking that day. Yeah. The entire office was full of packing peanuts. Oh my god. To the fucking ceiling. <laughs> like it was a it was a walled office with like glass giant glass windows on three sides so you can see in there really well. And it was to the fucking ceiling with packing peanuts. I don't even know how they got that many packing peanuts in there. I always wonder how they do that with those pranks where like everything is just full to the top. You couldn't even open the door. If you had opened the door, the packing peanuts would have fallen out of the door. That's how full the office was for yeah. packing peanuts. It's badass. This is the coolest prank yeah. I've ever seen. I want to do that to Jill's office. One of my favorite pranks I pulled at the hospital was... Uh, so they had, you know, as every emergency room does have, in, like, every emergency room bathroom, there's uh, urine collection cups. Mm-hmm. So I took one of those, and I took it back to my office with me. And then I went to the cafeteria, and I bought a bottle of orange juice. Not, Not orange juice. juice. No, 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 apple juice. Apple juice. I was yeah. going to say, that's a weird-looking fucking pee. Yeah. And then I Old filled pee. the urine con <laughs> the collection sample with apple juice. And I placed it on my boss's desk while he was out at a meeting or something. He comes back in, and he's like, why the fuck is there a urine sample cup full on my desk? And I walk in, I'm like, huh, that's weird. And I pop it open and drink it. <laughs> um, but I, I, I cannot mention pranks on that guy without mentioning this prank. The greatest prank I've ever pulled. Yeah. Okay, so we got into a lot of your mom battles. And they were legend, like, just always your mom, you know, relations with me last night, insert joke here. Yeah. That was our big thing. So one time, I got my mom involved. I called oh, my mom shit. up. And I said, hey, uh, my boss and I, we joke a lot about each other's moms. Can you come down and help me prank them with this? Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> she was in on it. <laughs> Hook, line, sinker right away. Yeah. Uh, I got a video of it, but because of HIPAA, 
I can't release it to the public. You know, anything inside the hospital, I, you know, video footage. It's just for memories. Maybe I should censor that part out. You'll be fine. Yeah. There was no patient information in there. But, uh, you know, my boss comes back from a meeting and then there's a knock on our office door and then we somebody opens up the door and just hear, Where the fuck is he? <laughs> she storms into his office and she's like, You stood me up last night? You didn't call me back? Where the fuck were you? And he's just in there. I'm sorry. And she's just, you know, yelling at him. And he's like, I apologize. He just, you can visually tell he doesn't know what to do in this situation. There's this woman in his office yelling at him that he's never met in his life. That he doesn't even know what he's yell she's yelling at her for, and she's just going off, and he's like, "I'm sorry." That was literally the sound and tone of his voice. I'm sorry. I apologize. If I was to show you the video then right what now, happened? and then finally, like, she storms out. He's like, "I'm gonna report you." She's like, oh, and he covers his head in his hands. He's like, just doesn't know what happened to him. And then finally the door slams. And I'm like, what'd you do to my mom? <laughs> and he starts dying. <laughs> he knew what just happened to him. Oh, is, he, is your mom the one that came in and you hid under the desk? There was no hidden under the desk ever. Yeah, fuck, there was, because somebody... I oh, at our office, yeah, I would always hide from my mom under the oh desk. Oh my god, I was so fucking confused. Your mom came in, and somebody had told her that... I'm here. Your office was in the back, so she came past your desk and to my... And I'm nowhere to be found. Yeah, she comes to my desk, and she's like, uh, where's Nat? I was like... Right over here. Is he not right next to me? And I look over, and I'm like... Like literally, you didn't know. see him go. You didn't see me go anywhere. Nobody up front saw me go anywhere. Yeah, I was, I was just gone. I was like, I don't know where he went. I guess I just hang out here. We'll She'd go look, and then I just like suddenly be there. I was confused. I was like, I don't know where the fuck you were. I don't know. Hiding under your desk. I'm like, oh shit, my mom's coming. Gotta hide. <laughs> I think I was as confused as she was. I was probably more confused because you pull that shit on her all the time. Uh, every time, <laughs> I just pop under the desk. I'm sitting there like, well, fuck, I don't know where you went. <laughs> Let me tell you what, going from being a janitor to like having a desk job, like, when I got the job offer to be in, be in IT, like, there was a few months period where, like, my boss wouldn't let go of me yet. So I had to, like, deal with the torture knowing that I have this job waiting for me to be in IT, which is what I wanted to do. But I still had to scrub floors and take out the trash. <laughs> and then to add on top of that, I had to cover the people that covered the IT section. So I had to go take out the IT's trash. And then you had to work with them, like, a week later? Yeah, like, they that knew who I was. They knew I was coming. That would be and they're like, this is your desk. And I, like like stopped taking out the trash and I just hugged the desk I'm like oh, I'm coming that would be weird it, interaction with janitors is always weird yeah 
Like I don't know why. And when I stopped being a janitor and became like an IT person, it was weird dealing with the the janitor people. Like these are people I worked with every day, I but it was like weird now. Every time the janitor comes into our office at Bridger, he's like the nicest guy ever. Yeah. And we talk and chat to him, but it's fucking weird. Like, why is it so weird to talk to janitors? I don't know. Why is that taboo? We need to pay Harvard to do some kind of study. Why are janitors weird? And I don't even know this being a janitor person for a lot of years myself. I was janitors at multiple places. I was janitor at a... uh, live-in care facility, I was janitor at a hospital, I was janitor at a high school. Why are janitors weird? Here's a perfect example, okay? If I pass somebody in the hall, like, I'll, it's not awkward. Most of the time. Hey, you know, you do the head nod, and you just keep walking. And then the janitor is in the hall, and you walk past him, and you're like, cautious. Yeah, they're like, what the fuck's wrong with you? It's like, uh, should I walk past him? Is he doing something? Is he mopping the floor? I don't know. Should Maybe I walk I should carefully over the floor? Does he get a sign out? You know, it's like fucking weird. Is he going to yell at me for walking? <laughs> and I don't know why. I don't know why it's so weird. To and Janders will yell at you for walking. It's like... It's like they're not supposed to be there. You know, like, janders yeah. are supposed to be... Janders are inconveniencing everyone. Let's be real. Well, they're... You expect janitors to be around when people aren't around. Yeah. And then when you see janitors there, when there's people around, it's like they're out of place. Yeah. You know what I mean? I tried to make myself be the cool janitor, like, when I was waxing floors, like, because I would have to take out sections of a hospital to make the floor shiny. Like, remove all the dull shine and put a fresh shine on. Well, I was in the army for 12 10 years, 8, 10 years. So I would, like, send emails to, like, the whole hospital be like, hey, guys, this section's gonna be closed off tonight from the hours of, like, 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. That wasn't my normal working hours, but once in a while I how work were, it. How were you able to include the voice intonation with your email? Uh, you know, my sass and memes. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Memes covered a multitude of, like, dialogues. <laughs> Yeah. I was I was known as the cool janitor that would send memes to say please don't walk on my floors. Memes are only fun if the person receiving them knows the meme. Like I guarantee half the hospital didn't know. I it's always really disappointing when I send Stacy a meme and she doesn't get the reference. I'm like, yeah. oh, now it's just stupid. Yeah, now I just <laughs> look like an ass clown. Um Another story about my old boss that tragically passed away this year. And this story also involves people passing away. Working at a hospital, you were quite familiar with the county coroner. I was a firefighter for five years. You probably know the county coroner, too. Yes, I did. He was a great dude. (laughs) He is a great dude. He was like the happiest dude on the planet. He was always wheeling in a dead body, and he was like, how's it going? <laughs> yeah, he was not affected. I love my job waving. <laughs> he was not affected by dead bodies at all. No. Um, fun story, I've actually put a dead body in a fridge before. 
because um, like I was the only person around to help lift them into like the stacked tier system. Oh, that shit used to piss me off when I was a firefighter. Yeah, firefighters are the muscle, I guess, air quotes, and like all the cops and EMS and coroners and everybody would just like default to let the firefighter do all the hard work because they're firefighters. That's yeah. what they're there for. It's like, no, we're trained fucking professionals. Same as you. I got my EMT. I do all the shit that you do in the ambulance except I'm a firefighter and not an EMT. You know? Yeah. I, my focus on is on fires. No. And no. emergencies. Our focus was definitely on EM, EMS. Oh. We had like six fires a year. Oh, that makes sense. We would have EMS calls every fucking day. Six a day. You know, we were always doing EMS calls. Car accidents, heart attacks, anything like that. We're first responders, same as any ambulance. And and we also would fight fires when they... When, when they it happens. Up. They hardly ever happen. It's rare to have a fire. And I remember one call in particular. This god have been 300 pounds maybe 400 pound huge fucking guy died at the Imperial Apartments oh Jesus on the top floor oh god I would just like throw that over and let like the sheets catch it up at the bottom yeah so that is totally disrespectful I'm sorry to the family (laughs) but well we got there and the guy was already dead yeah we couldn't do anything about it you can't bring people back from the dead no so unless you're Goku yeah yeah, so so we showed up on this emergency call. We're like, yeah, he's dead. And we called the coroner, and we left. Like, 20 minutes later, the coroner calls us back. He's like, oh, can you come back and help I'm us I'm only move? one dude. Can you help us move his body? And, like, we were okay with that. Helping the coroner out. He's a yeah, nice guy. He is. We showed up there, and there's, like, three cops <laughs> on the scene that wouldn't help him out. The cops are there doing their little death investigation thing, and none of them would help him move this big-ass fucking dude. They had to call us back to the scene so that we could move the guy because the cops were too fucking lazy. God damn. Fuck cops. Yeah, there there was, like... Okay, so in a hospital, people die in hospitals all the time. Yeah. People are born in hospitals. People are die, die in hospitals. So, like, the job of moving bodies to the morgue is security's job uh they're there when the people die and then they like cart them out and like i was the only person there and this was back when they did had a fridge system that was like had individual racks that uh rolled out and so they're like hey do you mind helping me put a body in a fridge i'm like no i don't mind and I did, and, you know, they had a sheet covered over the dude. I could clearly tell he had a mustache. I had no idea who this guy is. But, you know, I provided my muscle, picked up one end, put somebody in a fridge. And uh, I will say the guy I know that is in security for uh, the hospital, he has a much more respectful way of, you know, saying how he handles dead bodies. But I'm like, yeah, I just totally put a dude... That's like a cool pit... Of, point in that trivia like I just tell people yeah I want stuffed a dead human body in a fridge <laughs> I just leave it at that no context I put a dead human body in a fridge before I've never people are like are you serious I'm like yeah 
I've never I didn't kill them, but they're dead. <laughs> what else do you do with them? I've never put a dead body in a fridge, but I have dealt with a lot of dead bodies, that's for sure. Yeah. And, yeah, the coroner was like, oh, we were getting back to the story about my boss. Yeah. And were, dead people. You were saying oh, something. Oh, no. You're going to have to get a beer. Okay. The wine's gone. The wine is all gone. We have made it through another episode and drained another bottle. So, we should, uh, we should, okay, can finish this story and then, then we'll move <laughs> move on from dead bodies. Maybe we should take a break. Or tell the story or, or take a break. Tell the story, wrap up the episode, record another episode. Okay. Make like a two-week special of like happy 2021. Okay. Okay, so my boss, pop one open for my boss, RT. Um... We were up looking at something, probably with like a new build in the building. Uh, a new doctor was coming in. We had to put some tech up there for him. Really top of the line stuff for this guy. And so we were going down this stairway. And uh, so part of the coroner is they have to like show the body to the immediate family, you know? And, uh, you know, part of our jobs is to like be fit friendly and inviting to anybody that is in the hospital and my boss the way the stairway is set up is like you go downstairs and it's like all just narrow you go downstairs and then you turn a corner you go downstairs and we get to this corner my boss and i and he do you have a dead body with you at this time no 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 no. okay no no we just see this family coming up the stairs and my boss is like, how's it going? And then we see the corner at the end of it, and he's like, oh. <laughs> he was like the friendliest, happiest, how's it going? So they had the dead body. They had the dead body. They just saw their loved one. They just saw the cadaver of their loved one. He's like, how's it going? It's a beautiful day, isn't it? And they're like, <sighs> And then we saw the county coroner, and we're like, well, that was out of turn. Awkward. Yeah. <laughs> That's when you just go like this. Yeah, you just keep walking, and you make fun of them when you get back to the office, and the door is closed. That, that's all. That's always my default whenever I do something like that. It's like, uh, just cover your mouth, you cover your face in your shirt, <laughs> bury keep, yourself. Keep walking. It's like, you can't see me. Um, well i think we're gonna keep this going so uh we'll just keep going 2021 sending off good vibes and good stories we'll we'll stop uh this episode here and we'll start another episode for the year god damn i got birthday my birthday is january 13th january we got you covered so we'll do a birthday episode after this. Okay, we're going to have to have a... We're out of bottles of drink, but we'll... We still got another pack of beer. I didn't even grab your beer. I still have a whole other pack in there. We have a whole pack again. It's okay. So uh, thank you guys for listening. Twenty, We're going to be really drunk into 2021. <laughs> it's just sending all sorts of positive vibes but well 2020 has sucked so bad we have to get it all out like we have to like everybody knew that the shit was coming like as soon as donald trump got elected president 
everybody knew that the world was going to shit, and it all just came to a head in 2020. And hopefully now it's over. You know, uh, funny enough, um, how we were in the po- old, pe- the last podcast about 20, about religion. Uh, one more thing I didn't mention, uh, Jehovah Witnesses never voted. So, I have never voted in my adult life. But I, and I was going to vote for this election, but I was stuck in quarantine. Oh, shit. Like, I was going to go out, I was going to go vote, but it was too late. I couldn't get a mail-in ballot in. I couldn't get to the polls. I got to wait four years. But my guy won, even though the state is not one that voted for that. Your vote didn't mean shit. My vote didn't mean shit. Anybody who's listening to this out of state, uh, Wyoming votes like what seventy five percent Republican. It was very Republican. It, I don't think I've ever seen it lower than like seventy percent Republican. So anybody that votes anything other than Republican doesn't mean shit in Wyoming. Yeah. But I was gonna do it because, you know, that's the thing to do. But hey, good things, guys. Good things are gonna come in twenty twenty one. Just mark. Mark our words. I mean, I'm no prophet. The vaccine is out. It's it's in distribution to the frontline people. I have high hopes. I have high hopes. I, I mean, it can't be worse. Is it too wrong to hope for better in 2021? I'm going to take that back. It could definitely be worse, but I don't think it will be. No. Things are, things are on the up. So, uh, thank you for listening to the first podcast of 2021. Uh, catch us in the next episode of 2021. I almost said 2022. 2021, Wayne's birthday. Wayne's birthday. We're going to Wayne's birthday special. Holy shit, we're going to have a lot of material going. We're probably going to be in episode 10 by the time we're done talking. (laughs) Okay, bye. Okay, whatever the fuck a Baccarat is. Something Jewish.